There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, everyone. It's Amy Castles. Hello, hello. We have a very special guest, Chandra Deneen, today. Hello, hello, hello. So I have to brag on you, and I have some have a little intro for you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read this because I'm just I am fired up just reading your intro. Okay, let me just say that. All right. So Chandra Deneen is a two-time best-selling author, award-winning motivational speaker, a podcast host of a podcast called Do It Afraid. Wow. She is the founder of Ruby's Global Coaching and Consulting Company, our LLC. She is an inspiring speaker with a commitment to empowering women of all backgrounds to dream big and triumph over adversity. She is on a mission to help women succeed in every stage of their life through personal development, mind and mindset transformation. Jeez. She works with top business executives, corporate professionals, entrepreneurs, and recent college graduates. She is here on a mission to just help everyone overcome their fear and find courage and confidence to live their best life. Wow, who is that person? I know. <laughs> you didn't tell me you were bringing some superstar on here. Do you ever go in the mirror and go, it's me? Hi. I, I, mean, I do. I love it. Yes, pinch I'm sure. me. Is this real? Yeah, Did we do all these things? Re- yeah, really. It's, um, it's way cool, though. People need a Chandra in their life. 
I love that. And I say that often that people need Chandra in their life. No joking. But what I offer and what I bring to the life of other individuals, I think everyone needs. Um, words are creative. And I believe that when I speak, my words create transformation in the lives of others. So um, on that mission every day, I'm on that mission every day. Every time I wake up, who am I going to speak to today? Who am I going to talk to today? Who am I going to encourage today? Whose life will be transformed by the words that I speak to them and into their life? So I, I love it. I absolutely love it. So what is, so you are, would you call you a life coach? Cause I didn't read that you anywhere. Know, I steer away from that. It seems like such an overused term yes. right now, you know, Ooh, it, motivator, it, encourager. That's what I prefer. Motivational speaker or motivational, inspiring, empowering um, person. Uh, I don't know what title to give that. I struggle mm-hmm. with that all the time. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I feel that I am the person that inspires you, that motivates you that pushes you forward and helps you overcome the obstacles that have been um, holding you back from whatever your best is, whatever the best Mm. you is. And that's different for everyone. Mm -hmm. But whatever your best is, I hope to give you encouragement to pursue that. So you work mainly with women or only with women? I work mainly with women. That's uh, another one. Um, the guys usually, you know, creep in the background and they listen. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, they, hey, they I'm t- over here being a creeper right now. I'm just listening. <laughs> they take the information, but I believe that my my mission is for women. Mm-hmm. Um, but the information is gender neutral. Anyone that yeah. hears it can take it and apply it and get results. Yeah. But my heart is for women. Yeah. Women have really come out of their shell in these past, well, I mean, even just 10 years, right, we've right, seen it. Right. More and more women are not only taking care of the home, mm-hmm. but they're also pursuing their this passion that they have. And it's, you know, it's a balance mm-hmm. of, of working both and, you yeah. know, figuring out where your priorities are and, and, but being able to get them to c- kind of compartmentalize, like just say, okay, these are the few hours that I have to work on my career uh-huh. or my dream or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You, these are the few hours that I have to do it. And I'm going to allow myself to have those hours and, it's a, right. and, and put everything else aside. But those few hours that you have, sometimes you get those. And then all of a sudden your mind starts crumbling yeah. down on you. Yeah. And all those things that were holding you back start really mm-hmm. messing with you mm-hmm. and then next thing you know you're up and you're folding laundry mm-hmm. yeah or you're doing yeah. something that isn't towards where your your goal is absolutely i call it stinking thinking um, mm. that when, when we give time to passion when we give time to purpose as a woman um those things creep in imposter syndrome telling you that you are not that thing that you think that you are um you are not the purpose that uh, that you have for your life. That is not who you are. And we have been programmed, I believe, to stop and listen to that mm-hmm. and take that in. Um, rather we realize we're doing it or not, that's where the distraction comes in and we can start folding clothes or doing dishes. Or, um, even for me, I'm like, my goodness, where did that pimple come from? Oh, I need to clean my face. Oh my uh-huh. gosh. Is that, you know? So we go down that rabbit trail when our mind starts to tell us that we are not capable, that we are not enough, that we are not adequate, that we cannot live according to passion and purpose. And what we're seeing here recently is that women are standing up to say, you know what, I I am that. I'm going to take the time to figure out what that is. Mm -hmm. I've had more women 
um, even a, a text before I came in this morning, um, wanting to discover purpose. You know, what is my purpose? I'm trying to discover my purpose. I feel that this is the time or women feel that this is the time for them to stand up, be heard and um, be seen mm-hmm. and to move forward into passion and move forward into purpose. So for women that are listening that that have that moment where their mind overwhelms their um, purpose or where my, their mind overwhelms that time that they've set aside for themselves, push beyond that, push beyond that. Be intentional about what you're thinking. Pay attention to your thoughts. My favorite book tells us to take our thoughts captive and you can only take a thought captive if you're paying attention to what your mind is saying to you. So when you take that captive, then you're able to move beyond it. You're able to move forward. And that's where life takes takes wings. That's where life um, starts to happen is when we move beyond the thoughts of the inadequacy and not being enough. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you gave a speech on uh, on Friday, last Friday, (laughs) and many things were specifically applied to women in business. Yes. But they can be universal as well, for sure. Absolutely. And last week, and as you know, you said you were cracking up listening to it last week's <laughs> last week's episode, we talked a lot about goals and yeah. visions and dreams moving into the new year. We can do all that. Mm-hmm. But if we have all the blockages mm-hmm. and that little voice that comes up in our mind and it it may be our voice, it may be a voice that we heard from a young age and we still keep hearing it over yeah. and over, whatever it is that's creating resistance, uh-huh. it still can be there. So we can create all these goals. We can do all the things that we said to do last week, but then you go start to implement it. Mm-hmm. And then now this is where the torment starts. That's where it starts. But you gave an incredible speech last week. I was moved and I had a really bad migraine, but and I, I caught most of it. But I just I don't remember exactly what you said, but I remember how you made me feel. Ooh. And you've made me mm. feel empowered and you made me feel fearless. Wow. I want to cry thinking about it. Oh goodness. So will okay. you say all of it again? Don't start the tears. <laughs> don't start the tears because I'll start the tears okay. and then Trace just sitting here looking at us like what I'm the heck like, are they right, crying about? I know. Y'all tighten up. Let's go. <laughs> tighten up, get it together, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I did listen to your last week's episode and I said earlier before we got on air, Trey, I came with empathy in my heart for you, t- <laughs> for you. you today. You. Listen, y'all are very powerful women. And if we would just obey and submit, things would be very easy for all of us. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to remind you of that. And I'm going to tag that soundbite and and play it for some people. You got to throw it out there if you're ready to submit. Oh, wow. 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 Um, Well, yeah, last week we were together at at a summit, um, the Grove Growth Summit. And I spoke about knowing your value and expanding your authority. And it was geared for business owners or women in business. However, it's a a principle that that works in any area of your life Mm -hmm. if you apply it. Um, and that's the beauty of principles. That's the beauty of the information that I share. It's always centered around a principle. And anyone that will apply the principle will get the result in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about value and understanding value and worthiness as a woman. And we can only we will only expand our authority. We will only expand our voice. We will only expand our purpose in areas where we understand the value that we bring to it. Women are nurturers. Yeah. We, bring, we bring life to everything that we touch. Mm-hmm. A man has certain things in his hand and he'll give them to the woman and the woman multiplies that. She makes it more. She makes mm-hmm. it better. And a smart man 
knows to bring his ideas and his concepts or partner with someone that he can bring his ideas and concepts to. And then she takes that further than he could have taken that alone. So when women just naturally do that. So when you give me something and I recognize the value of it or when I recognize the value of a a thing, Mm -hmm. then I'm able to expand that thing within the earth or within anyone that I come in contact with. So we spoke about that in terms of business, but we can speak about that in terms of your life's purpose as well. Yeah. That when you understand the value that you bring to any situation, it then causes the outcome to expand and the authority that you have in that area to expand. <clears throat> so I say all the time when women come into a room, if you understand your value, if you understand what you possess, Just your sheer presence of walking in a room should shift an atmosphere. Mm. It should cause a change. There should be something there that that adjusts because you came into the room. My mom calls it your glitter. Because when you wherever (laughs) you go, sprinkle your glitter everywhere you go. That's what she tells me. Sprinkle your Chandra glitter. I told her I was coming on a podcast this morning. Leave some glitter behind. That's what she <laughs> what she tells me. That's great. But but to think about that when you come into a room, when you understand the value of what you possess, and it's a struggle. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. It's not something you wake up and say, "Ooh, all right, my purpose is X Y Z, and this right. is the value that I bring to the world. Let's go get it." Absolutely not. I've been chasing the dream of being a motivational speaker and inspire um, and ministry. I grew up in ministry. My dad's a pastor. Um, but even <laughs> growing up in that environment, yeah. you still struggle with, can I really mm-hmm. do that? You know, mm-hmm. can I really say that? Are people really going to listen to me? So I've been chasing this dream for well over 20 years because I didn't understand the value that my words brought. Um, I was very clear on purpose in my early 20s that I was here to create change in the lives of women. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and empower through the words that I speak, through the words that I write, and through the life that I live. It came so clear to me at 249 in Sam Houston. That's very direct. I was was sitting at the red light at 249 and and Sam Houston Tollway one day in a a horrible place of, I just don't know why I'm here, and was Mm -hmm. looking for answers. And um, that particular day happened to be going to a Bible study, um, a lunch Bible study. I can't remember the name of the church, but it was over in that area. And I remember leaving that Bible study feeling worse than I did before I went. And I thought, that is not the way I'm supposed to feel when I leave a group of women. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't feel like this. Why am I feeling like this? And it started those questions of what am I supposed to be doing? Where am I supposed to be? And just as clear as I just spoke it to you, God spoke it to me. And I wrote it down. And I wish I could find where I wrote that down, that <laughs> journal and, and that date. But I wrote that down. But it didn't resonate with me. It did not make sense to me because I thought at this point in my I was in my early 20s. I'm like, first of all, I don't have anything to write. Second of all, <laughs> who wants to follow this crappy life that I <laughs> that I have? And third of all, you know, who's who's going to listen to me? Who wants to hear what I have? Mm-hmm. Who can I empower? Who can I motivate? So I didn't believe it. I did not believe that that my voice in my life carried that type of value. And although I've sat with that purpose for many years, just within the last five years, I'll say, did I have the courage to start 
trying to explore and understand what that truly meant and execute on what that truly meant. So we don't just wake up all the time understanding value, but when we do get it, when it does click, your life takes on a totally different path. It takes takes on a totally different journey. And you begin to live not only for yourself, but you begin to live through your purpose, which helps you understand your value. Mm, Does that make sense? I know I went a long way around saying that. It makes a lot of sense. That makes it was there was, was your biggest shift that time that you were in Houston at that red light? Was that where it just you it was clicked that you knew you already knew your purpose, but you start you said, I'm going to live through my purpose. And then you saw your value. So so almost acting on the purpose came first and then you discovered your value or was it the reverse? No. So the purpose being revealed to me, I'll use that word uh-huh. where I could understand it. Revealed in ways that I could understand it um, happened at that red light. You know, fast forward again, some 20 years beyond that, that I start to think about, huh, there's value to that. There has to be something to that. Then came, how do I live through that? Mm -hmm. So it was, it was a a progression. It's a progression. Yeah. Is that wisdom? Yes, it is. It's wisdom from God and my mama. (laughs) And then just wisdom of life, you know, wisdom of life as well, because um, quite honestly, I was tired of the career path that I had. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm getting up, I'm going to work every day. And just as life has it, what I was being paid to do for a company was really the purpose for my life. I was living purpose through an employer and didn't realize it Mm -hmm. um, because I was hired to do what I naturally know how to do, which was coach. Mm -hmm. It was to inspire. It was to motivate people to move from one point in their life to another. That's what my job became. When I got tired of doing that for someone else, did I ask the question, what else is there to life? What there has to be more to life than this. I gone through divorce. My two sons were grown and adult and doing their own thing. Um, relocated to a different city for a new job. Was at the height of my career, at the height of my mm-hmm. pay, at the height of all things. I was the one and only African American female with this organization. Traveled the world, teaching, coaching, facilitating, mentoring. Like anyone looking at me would think, "Oh, you are killing it." Yeah. But inside of me, I thought this is not it. Was it was it empty or was it just not as fulfilling anymore? It was empty. Okay. Because I loved it. I mean, I love the people that I worked for. I love the people that I worked with. I love being able to see the outcome of my um, coaching, of my training, of my mentoring. I loved all of that. But it was empty. It was like a pretty vase that had nothing in it. You know, and it just it started to become so. Routine, like I could do it, was, it with my eyes it was closed. Robotic. Yeah, I became robotic, very yeah. much so. And that's what caused me to say there has to be more to existence than this. So, when did you write your book, your first book? My first book, wow, my first book I wrote um, about seven years ago. It was an anthology. Um, but what does that mean, real quick? An anthology there is a collection of several authors. Thank you. Yeah. So I was one of 12 for that particular uh, book. Um, But I wrote about, believe it or not, 
um, purpose and the emptiness that my life felt because the lack of or not living through it Mm -hmm. or not believing in it. And when you don't believe in purpose and when you don't know value, it will cause you to sink into, I call it the pity party. A lot of self insecurity. Yep. Oh, woe is me. Here I am. I'm divorced. (laughs) I'm divorced, which was not customary in my family. We just didn't have a lot of that. So I'm the odd man out, you know, Mm -hmm. divorced. My children are grown and gone. I'm in this new career. But for the first time in my life, I was existing outside of family for the first time. It was the first time ever at 40 years old. I was 40 at that time. I'd never lived alone. I'd never lived alone. You were standing alone now. I'm, and here I am standing <laughs> alone. And not only was I standing alone, but I was standing alone and I could not hear God's voice. And I don't know if you have ever that been is, there. That is, it's a very um, cold place. It's cold. It's scary. Yep. It is, it is, um, I don't even have. Lonely. Yeah, very much so. I wouldn't say helpless, but it's just this, it's a lost feeling. It's a loss. Because you try and look in every direction. You try and and look for signs and symbols and situations, and it's just, it's quiet. Yep, it's and that is the, I say this, or said this, and I wrote about it in the book, that at that time, it was, silence was deafening. Mm -hmm. Like, the the silence was so loud that Mm -hmm. it, it just... Because you're normally listening right. to the purpose, right? You're normally right. being driven by that voice, mm-hmm. which is which is what you have listened to to get to that point. Absolutely. And, and then when for, it stops talking, it's like, okay, what, what like, do you want me to do now? What in the world is this? <laughs> and then for women, we live through what we do. Yeah. We live through being a mom. We live through being a wife. And both of those things were removed now. Although I was still a mom, but my kids were not dependent upon me, right? As much as they have been before. Mm-hmm. So in this place of, I can't hear God's voice. I have no identity. My identity is gone. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not anybody's anything. <laughs> I'm, not a, mom, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not a mom. I'm not a wife. I'm not a wife. I'm just existing over right. here in that's, silence. That's something that I've been talking about lately. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast at all, but I know I've been having conversations with friends. Mm-hmm is putting our identity in all these various things that at the end of the day, they're going to be gone. Absolutely. Our, our identity is, as soon as I can, I know that I, I need my identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. My identity is in Christ mm-hmm. and that is everlasting. Mm-hmm. But I'm not perfect, and I mm-hmm. I pull off of that. Right. I move away from it, right. and then I come back to it, mm-hmm. and then I pull away, and then we go to a women's retreat at church, mm-hmm. and I'm back on it. Yeah. You know, whatever. But, <laughs> yes. but um, yeah, I mean, we put our identity into our careers. Um, maybe the latest MLM that yeah. we wanted to become a part yeah. of. I mean, I did it. I still love the product that I've talked about for years, but I put my identity in yeah. it. I'm I'm that you know, essential oil girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what happens when those mm-hmm. essential oils, you know, are, are not fun anymore to mm-hmm. talk about. Yeah. Then I lose my identity. Yeah. What if my identity is, oh, I'm a homeschool mom. Yeah. But then what happens if I quit homeschooling? Yeah. Then, then, then I'm gone. Yeah. Or just your, your identity can be, or you're, you're that, you're that fit girl. Well then <laughs> 
gain some weight. <laughs> You're not fit no more. So what happens then? Right, so you right. Put our identity in a lot of these things, and then so you mix trying to find your identity and your purpose and, and your passion, you, and you just have a mess. Yes. So so is this where you can come in and help mm-hmm. people? Some where someone's lost on their identity, yes. they're lost on their purpose, they're lost on their passion, and they definitely don't have an action plan. Absolutely, that's where Chandra steps in. So how, what, how is it that you do, what do you do? So first I start with the question, um, tell me what you would do if no one paid you to do it. Mm -hmm. And nothing. Well, you would do something. (laughs) (laughs) You would take a nap. (laughs) I would sleep. I'm just playing. I would do a whole lot of things. That's where I start with, with clients or with, with individuals, clients that I work with. What would you do if no one paid you to do it? And what can you do if I woke you up out of your sleep and said, hey, I need you to, what would you do? What would you fill in the blank with? That's where we anchor all of our conversation. Because somewhere in the middle of what I would do if no one paid me and what I could do out of my sleep lies your purpose. Mm. How you do that lies your passion. So let's discover, just start with those two, two things. And then let's find where you're, where you're passionate about that. So if it is, um, for me, it's speaking, okay? You, I can wake up out of my sleep and talk to you about overcoming fear. <laughs> I can wake up out of my sleep and talk to you just about anything. But I mean, I just love words. So <laughs> you wake me up, we can talk. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm ready just to go. go. speak. Yeah, let's just put a mic in front of me and it gets real crazy. Um, but even in that, I had to, I, I had to figure out where the passion for speaking lied. So I don't want to just go speak anywhere. I want to speak in an environment on a stage that's going to cause change, that I'm Mm -hmm. going to be able to see transformation. Yeah. So where is that? So my purpose is to speak. The passion of it comes when I speak to women, when I sit across the table from a woman that comes to me to say, I don't know where I'm supposed to start. I have no idea what it means to value anything that i am or that I do. I just I don't know where to start so that's where the passion comes like I light up like a like a light bulb you know let's let's go let's go and then from from that point we can then um, figure out how how will that benefit your life if you want it to be a business a revenue generating mm-hmm. um, thing or if you want it to be hobby if you just want it to be exposed you know if you want to be exposed whatever you want it to be then we create a strategy so that that now your purpose and your passion feeds your life mm-hmm. and there's authority connected to that. Yeah. That's that's the sweet spot. That's where you can wake up every day and do what you love and love what you do. I love that. Yeah. That's it sounds simple. It sounds simple but it's work. And now the, the exig- brain gets in the way and the, the thoughts bra- get in the way. Listen. All the stuff gets in the way. The brain, you're, listen, this, this space between our ears is, <laughs> it, it, it is amazing at what it can stop. Mm. But it's also amazing in what it can create. And mm-hmm. my dad called me this morning. I did a accountability tip yesterday, posted it on social media. My dad's my biggest cheerleader. So he listened to it and he called me this morning. He goes, you know what? Yeah. Hey daddy. (laughs) He said, let's add one thing to, to your accountability tip for the week. And I said, what's that? And he said, not only do words have power, but the power that your words have create. He said, your words create. And people need to understand that 
it's not just about being conscious of what I'm saying, but being conscious of what is being created by what I say. Mm -hmm. And he said, and then if you want to take it a step further, the spiritual side of us is that as a, as a spiritual being, for me, what does God's word say about me? Because God's word is what gives me power to speak word that create. Mm-hmm. I love Ooh. it. I love it. A little icing on the cake right there. I know, there. that yeah. gave me goosebumps. I know, I got goosebumps yeah, that too. Gave me goosebumps. Good, good job, Daddy. I, am, I know, good job, Dad. What's your dad's name? Ted Williams. Hey, Ted Williams, you did an awesome job as a parent, and we have two teenagers now, so we need some parenting advice, you know what I'm saying? If, uh, you Mr. Could, Williams. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you said something while we were at the Growth Summit. You said someone asked you what qualifies you to do what you did. Yes, honey. Listen. You got to tell that story. <laughs> what qualifies you to be a speaker? And, you know, we go through that with branding in business. You know, uh-huh. we go through that with branding. And I was actually working with a branding coach. And she said, OK, what makes you different than anyone else in your your line of work and and just without even thinking I'm like what do you mean I'm Chandra I, I'm with, I bring me that's what's different don't but, you know yeah don't you know girl that I come with the Chandra glitter yeah <laughs> you know that's what that's where value kicks in and and I I say it with no ego with no cockiness and all humbleness but truly it is you that yeah. makes something different I mean yeah. there are there are millions of coaches there are millions of podcast hosts there are Everybody is doing everything. The, the, the word says there's nothing new under the sun. So everything that we do has already been done. You know, mm-hmm. you're just recreating it or recreating it, making yep. it your own. So when you approach things that way, is it what makes it different? Me. I, I'm yeah. the one that makes it different. And you stand in that. Yep. Confidently. Confidently. That's where value kicks Everybody's going to look at you. It's like, man, I want what she has. <laughs> yeah. What is well, she drinking in that cup? She's got some self-confidence. But you know. know what? It took experiences, life experiences, trials, mm-hmm. you know, all the things to really get to that point where I can confidently stand and say, I- I'm it. I'm, I'm the magic to all of this. And when I believe that, yep. then will the person listening to me believe what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I were to walk in here and speak even now in, um, well, what I think happened was, well, somebody told me there's a difference between how mm-hmm. you speak it if you've been told or if you've read it yeah. than when you have lived it. So I can talk about fear all day long because I know what it means to overcome it. I know what it means to allow fear to hold you hostage and not allow you to move forward. Yep. I know what life <clears throat> is on the other side of fear. I, I get so I can talk about it and give you examples from here until eternity of where that has transformed my life. And it was understanding the value of who Chandra is that then my authority expands and we sit in, in spaces like this. How do you not go down insane rabbit holes with people uh, and not be the psychotherapist? Because at, everybody has trauma in mm-hmm. some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are suffering from PTSD yeah. left and right. I mean, you could have a baby yeah. and the very birth triggers PTSD. Absolutely. It's everywhere. Absolutely. And it, get, it's, it's, it can be crippling. But how do you work through those without having to dig in? Okay, tell me the whole story. Yeah. Because that's more what a psychologist right. does, which I'm not really even sure is even 
necessarily helpful anymore unless yeah. they're a person who needs to talk about it. Yeah. But how do you not go down those rabbit holes and, and rein them back in? Like it doesn't matter the, the situation as to why you have fear. Let's just work on the fact that you have fear. Uh-huh. And is, what do you do? Two, two things there. First of all, I'm very clear on what my role is to someone else. I'm super clear on what I'm supposed to do. Second of all, I partner with people that can do well the things that I'm not qualified to do. Mm -hmm. So when I'm sitting with a client, I'm very clear. I'm here to be your accountability coach. Mm. I'm here to help you move from one point to another. I deal with what's going to be in the middle of your current reality to your future possibility. It's like, no offense. Yeah, that's yours. That's yours. Yeah. This is mine. And, and I come this with is what you're hiring me for. That's that's it. And, <laughs> and I'm very clear about that up front. As we are talking and it happens because when you are coaching, there's a reason why you have not accomplished that goal. Yeah. So it, it we peel back a lot of layers and sometimes in peeling back those layers, the hurt does come up. The trauma will surface. Mm-hmm. Um, self-doubt will surface and it, it surfaces beyond the point of me helping you get through that, it surfaces at a deeper level that you need someone that can, you know, really is trained to give you steps out of mm-hmm. this situation, mm-hmm. which is why I always say coaching and counseling go hand in hand. 100%. Yeah, 100. If you're going to have a coach, you need a counselor. Uh, Just, I mean, it, it's, it's, it works yeah. better that way. <laughs> Batman and Robin. <laughs> yes, Batman and Robin. Absolutely. And so I have, I'm counselors that I work with when I, you know, work with clients. I'm okay. Here's who I work with, who understands what I do as a coach and they can help you move forward so that the work we're doing together can progress. Um, my background is psychology and I always wanted to be a counselor when I grew up, life just didn't go that way, but I'm really clear on what I'm here to do. And I do that well, again, Mm -hmm. that comes to the value of it's when we start to step outside of what we're purposed to do, do we get in trouble? We start taking on things that are too much. We start taking on things that um, we're not good at. Right. You know, so if I stay in my lane of brilliance, <laughs> then you're, you're going to be good. You're going to be helped. Brilliance. I love it. Stay in your lane of brilliance. <laughs> this is my lane. This is what I'm this good at. This is my lane. This is what I'm That's good at. Funny. I'm clear about yeah. that. I communicate that. I say that up front. It's in the disclaimer of my contract. I am not a therapist. Okay. I, I am not. The lane we walk in. It's coaching. What I guarantee you is that I can get you to the end goal if you're ready to work. So how long do people normally coach with you for? Depending on what we're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had clients that, that have been with me for a year. I've had clients that we can come together in 30 days and they can hit it and keep going. I have some that can work with me in groups. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be a group uh, uh, coaching session mm-hmm. that they respond better to. Some people respond better to community and the encouragement and the motivation that community create. Um, so it, it, it really does differ from person to person, just really de- depends on what we're trying to accomplish. And I'm not for everyone, although I'm a coach. I'm not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Chandra is real direct. <laughs> you can't tell. I, I have a slogan for you. The girl in your corner. The gr- oh, I love that. Do you like it? Yeah, it's what it, it's because if you don't want to be called necessarily a life coach. Yep. I'm writing that down. The girl in your corner. You're going to see that today. Okay, on awesome. Social media. <laughs> but that's what we need that so much. So I've had Valerie Maxim on here, and she is an amazing coach, just building up women who are wanting to just better themselves. She was 
she has a whole story where uh, she just got in the best shape of her life mm-hmm. and started pursuing a whole career in fitness. Mm-hmm. And she helps women and she personal trains and, mm-hmm. and she's in that arena of that sort of coaching. And then we have Dr. Bonnie Hubert, who also mm-hmm. spoke. Yes. And Bonnie. Everyone worked, needs a mate. Yes. Because it's amazing. <laughs> and Bonnie worked with me to help me get this podcast going. Mm-hmm. And basically for me, Bonnie was, you know, I brought a big bag of, of goals just like all just crumpled up you know Mm -hmm. basically and she kind of helped me sort through them and and create the action steps Uh and then i see where you are you help people almost before that yeah you help them before that and beyond right right but you're strong in motivation i'm strong there we and you have to build courage and confidence mm -hmm. or nothing else will work it just won't if you won't be courageous if you will not take bold action if you will not step forward out of fear to become fearless, mm-hmm. if you won't do those things, nothing else is going to work. Then you're just spending money for someone to tell you something that you don't have the courage and confidence to execute on. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Boom. <laughs> I mean, when it's that simple to just smack, smack, smack somebody around, let's go. <laughs> so just... we all need a girl in our corner where there's no judgment, mm-hmm. where there's no past hurts yeah because you you can have your best friend and you know i hey Brittany, i know you're listening <laughs> uh, here we go but sometimes we know too much about mm-hmm. each other absolutely and the other thing is you can come to someone or like my husband for example you were in a mood on friday okay just well, gonna say sometimes my circle's my circle anyway so <laughs> <laughs> together i love it i always say why you always in a mood messing around like it that's one of my favorite songs uh no i i brought it actually gets me out of the mood sometimes so i was talking to trey about my next steps okay Uh and and according to bonnie hubert we have the theaters of our life so bonnie helps us to balance the theaters of our life family Uh right you know all that kind of stuff and but i the, the theater that i was talking about the circle that i was talking about was career Mm -hmm. okay and i have 13 and a half hours Mm -hmm. a week to work on my career Mm -hmm. that little bitty area okay Mm -hmm. and so i was going to trey on friday have a nice little beautiful morning Mm -hmm. sun was shining drinking our coffee (laughs) journaling and uh i talked to trey about what my next steps are for my career circle Mm -hmm. but trey's thinking in the personal life circle of all the things that we had to do, like we got to get some budget stuff in mm-hmm. order. We got some house projects. We got clear stuff out in the nooks and crannies of the house. And I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. wrong bubble, boy. <laughs> you know, wrong bubble. It's in the wrong theater. But, but Trey here. could not yeah. talk about me and my circle of what I was talking about, uh, my goals for the career. And he was thinking about this bubble. And I'm like, okay, hold on. We're, these are two different bubbles. They don't, they don't connect right. with each other because all of that stuff is to be done outside of my little 13 and a half hours mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. And we were not... We were not hitting it right. I was right. dream crushing. He was apparently. I do. I'll call him a dream crush. I'm like dream crusher. <laughs> so, but it, but it's. I don't because, have the sprinkles. But here's the thing. <laughs> you don't have any glitter. I don't got the glitter. <laughs> but the thing, the thing is, is that Trey had a busy work week. Yeah. He had a very busy event on. Uh, we had a, his big company party uh-huh. on Saturday night, so he had a lot on his mind. Yeah. And I was expecting him 
to be in a space for me yeah. that he wasn't ready for at that moment. So it was wrong mm-hmm. timing. Mm-hmm. And there's probably times where he went to talk to me about something and I wasn't in the mood. Yeah. And and so I probably shot it down mm-hmm. when I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Did you realize this that day or like now? Because oh, no. this is a nice revelation that we could have like maybe had some apologies to. I texted it to, to you. <laughs> I texted you later that day and She's said exactly angry little that. Elf on Friday when you dun, didn't dun, hear that. No, no, no. I text- I'm sorry. Let's go. No. <laughs> I texted you that day and told you uh, um, that the bubble you were in was was not in the bubble that I was in, and I was. And then what we hear it reengage, stay in your circles. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It was like, it's, it's, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Okay, uh, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> we digress. Yeah, we digress. So anyway, it would be helpful. To have someone in my corner mm-hmm. that is not bringing their personal, mm-hmm. and we don't have personal mix, mm-hmm. and you can be a fresh, clean, yeah. non-biased person that is there to cheer me on, yes. to go after greatness yes. without the fear, mm-hmm. to have the courage, mm-hmm. and push, us toward, push me towards whatever I, I can do in my little 13 hours. I love it, and I'm taking that tagline, the girl in your corner. Um, I have a, a a saying. I mean, I even put it on a coffee mug. Girl, get your circle right. You know, girl, get <laughs> like your it. circle right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> because you are, I say this, you are the average of the five closest people to you. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the people. Say, you, that, say that again. You're you what? are the average of the five closest people to you. So the five people that you spend the most time with, that you give the most energy to, that you connect to, to the most, you are an average of those five people. So your circle. Does that include your children? No, your your children are not in your circle. Okay. It's girl get because I can't get rid of them. Who's your? You can't. (laughs) Listen, they're not going anywhere. I was just listening to something the other day, and it was saying it was saying to um, observe observe the people that are in Mm -hmm. your life Mm -hmm. that could be bringing a lot of negativity, Mm -hmm. and I thought. I can't get rid of my teenagers. So don't, yeah, I love they, you guys. I'm just kidding. But they make you. No, she's but not for real, though, you make me crazy and sometimes. We'll pull out every eyelash and oh eyebrow. <laughs> my boys are 24 and 31. So and it doesn't go away. It's oh just, my god. The, the, anyway, we could. We'll come back. And talk I'm so about glad it. we only had three. We'll, we'll Take come me back and talk time about for that. that. Um, but <laughs> but the circle being um, outside of your family, outside of your spouse, outside okay. of your children. So who's your cheerleader? Who's your mentor? Who's your um, who's your advisor? Who's your yes person? You know, you have to identify who mm. those people are in your life and how much time you spend with them. I ask that question of clients all the time as well. Tell me the five people that you spend the most time with and describe them to me. What are they to you in your life or what type of person are they? What's their personality? We can usually trace back some of the negativity or doubt by the people that you're with. Because if you have your yes person that says yes to everything you bring to them, girl, yeah, go do that. Oh, that's a good idea, girl. Oh, yes, that's what you need to do. She will have you out there on a limb doing things that you really uh-huh. don't need to be, really don't need to be doing. And then you're being an epic oh, failure because awesome. you're trying to do everything that your girlfriend. Next thing you know, you're pole dancing. Right. Okay. You got a pole in the middle of your living room and you're on, on TikTok doing all the things. What just happened? Because yeah, it just went. So we understand. We're here. I'm here with you, Amy. But really, you know, you have you you have to be careful of who you're listening to Mm and who's speaking into you, who is speaking. Again, our words have creative power. Mm -hmm. So from the 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 least little thing of, girl, you look, oh, that looks good on you. Like when you walked in, I said, oh, you look so cute. But you have those friends that you can walk in looking your cutest and they'll be like, "Mm." (laughs) 
there's some jealousy. There's yes. some something there that they can't celebrate you. They can't. Yeah. And you just don't, you know, then that here I am thinking I pulled it all together. I look good. And my closest girlfriend didn't even say, oh, girl, you're cute. She just kind of gave me a mm. mm. that oh. starts to build uh, 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 something in your mind that you start responding to. So although you could be going through the motions in your mind, you're going, does my skirt look right? You know, is my makeup on? Right? Yeah. You know, no. What is going on? So you have you just I know that seems very simple. Oh, it open it opens up that door. It does. And it gets flooded. And once if that you don't know door, how to shut it. Once that door is open, honey, it is open. Mm-hmm. And here I am, you know, to put all this effort into hair and makeup. And I'm sitting in sitting whatever. In doubt. The, yeah. Sitting in <laughs> doubt going, Oh, I you know, what is wrong with me? You know, why why you know what I'm so it, it starts as a stage one hurricane and then does. next thing you know it's a it's a category the next, category one. The, the yeah. next morning category five hurricane. Yeah, the next morning you're in tears yeah. and won't get out of bed and won't go anywhere and you cancel all engagements. I mean it just it it starts to just be something that snowballs. That it's not it snowballs. So you have to be careful and cautious and conscious of who you're mm-hmm. is who's in your circle. Especially when you're in Ooh, when you're in a growth season, when you're in a season of growth and change and transition, I love working with women that are in transition, mm-hmm. that are looking to change. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Because they are open. to They're they're like a fresh soil that's just been tilled and yes. they're just ripe and ready for seeds to be planted. When you're in that season of life and we have seasons, but when we're in those seasons of life. That's where you have to be careful because everything that's spoken to you that you take in is a seed Mm -hmm. and you don't want to plant those seeds in your fresh tilled ground in growth season when you're growing. So that sometimes that's where you pull away. And sometimes it happens naturally when I really stepped into purpose. And when I really started to understand value, there were friends that just somehow disappeared. Like I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. They just kind of fell off. And then you find yourself going, I have not talked to her in months. Did I do something to upset her? Is she mad at me? But you have to, I realize that I'm in a season of growth. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in a season where I am like, it's about to be massive change over here in Chandra world. And everyone can't go along with you for every season of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just can't. True. So you have to be, careful and cautious of what season of life you're in when you're in those transitions to next to better to more that you don't have people that are uh subconsciously planting seeds of doubt yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah and being able to identify it when it pops up is is a whole new level of growth because if you if you have a friend that you see and that you are so in tune with your body Mm -hmm. Because it, your body will tell you mm-hmm. it, it. Your body keeps energy, a lot of energy. energy yes. So if you feel that, oh, bad mm-hmm. seed. Yeah. And you rather than, you know, having a good conscious language rather than be like, no, no, no. Yeah. Not, no, yeah. it's it's oh, I release that person. Yeah. Absolutely. I release a oh, bad seed. I release it. <laughs> yeah. It has Jesus served name. me. Exactly. I release <laughs> it. It served me well. Be gone, demon. But right now, (laughs) (laughs) it served me well in a previous season of life, but it does not serve my next season of life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean they stop supporting you. It doesn't mean that they're not, you know, in your, your, um, I would invite them to my brunch, you know, if I had a brunch, but I understand the proximity that they can have to my life. Mm. Um, I don't, uh, my girlfriend's laughing at me all the time. 
um, I don't invite a lot of people to my home. Like mm-hmm. I just don't do it because I am so aware of energy. Oh, yeah. I, by the way, I, I can I can come next week. OK, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes, Amy, you can come to my house anytime. But she I don't bring some energy. I'm gonna jump on your bed and eat Ritz crackers. <laughs> oh, you can't. Look, you just your invitation was just taken back. <laughs> Cannot jump in my it. bed and eat Ritz crackers. <laughs> that would be the worst. Right after oh, I work out. Yeah. Oh, and your sweaty self. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. What just happened? I don't know. Lord, Lord, Lord. But the reason I say that is because I'm aware of energies and what comes into my sanctuary, into my home, and I I have created an environment that allows me to be creative. That allows me to write, that allows me to craft, you know, presentations. And when you work hard to create that environment, you are very conscious and cautious of who comes into it Mm -hmm. because they leave energies behind. And I don't want to spend another, (laughs) you know, 72 hours after you leave trying to get rid of your energy in here. Same thing about our life, who we come in contact with. Uh, My mom tells me when you come in contact with women, you should leave better than you were when you came. Mm-hmm. She said, even if that means you're going to lunch with someone, you should feel better when you leave that that interaction than you did before you came. If you ever are in the company of someone and you feel worse than you did when you got there. Yeah. That person is not your person for not. that season of your life. Mm-hmm. And it, it again, it takes courage to walk away from that or to not feel guilty because we will and that goes for clients and customers too you have you have to know when it's okay to release them as somebody that yeah you're going to be working with yeah i and i have no problem you know what honey we get listen (laughs) i'm just not i don't think i'm best suited for what you need to accomplish it's not you yeah it's it's not you it's me (laughs) me. you just you, you don't you don't fit what i'm what i'm doing here but I can refer you to someone. Let me let me get, let me get Bonnie your number. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Oh my gosh, I love let it. Let me call Bonnie. Bonnie can come see me. Right. I'm step two. You need step one over right. here. I'll watch you from over here. But it it as as funny as it is, it really does. It it, it leaves space. It leaves space to take in what does serve you well. Because mm-hmm. when you when you have things and people and all of that, clients taking up your space, then you have no room for what you're really supposed to be doing. Yeah. That's why sometimes when we yeah. drop things off, mm-hmm. we think, Whew. like you can actually feel the release of weight when you've made the decision to walk away from something. Mm-hmm. Um, I was carrying a situation all last year, all 2022 carrying the situation and just trying to force myself to fit in a space where I was not wanted. and. Because even as a coach, we have our stuff. I rejection just will set me down a path of unraveling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like you're rejecting, but don't you know who I am? Mm-hmm. Like, don't you don't you know what I bring to the table? How can you not want me to be here? So let me just get just in here and show you what I can do. And, and with your and strong will, and, yes, with my really strong push. will and push and push and push. And they never budged. Their action did not change. and the last interaction that I had with that person, I, I say it was the Holy Spirit that allowed me to see the person for truly who they were versus what I wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. And when I was able to see who they really were, and I don't want to sound spooky and all the things, but when you can see a person for who they are, then you're able to say, oh, it's really not me. Yeah, it, this, It's yeah. really not me. Chandra, 
Mm-hmm. It's not me. And it's okay to walk away from this because you're never going to be able to change someone else. You can only control what you can control. I can only control me and my actions. So in that space, I had to make the decision when it was a lucrative, my Lord, it was, it was (laughs) some good money. (laughs) And I said, I just cannot keep going in this, Mm. this way. It's, it's killing me. You know, I feel it literally having a, a visceral, visceral feel, you know, uh, a grip. Yes. It had a grip on me when I decided. And, and I talked to my, my dad, my mom, my dad, I talked to my talked to them about it. And my mom was like, you know, you just make the best decision for you. I, I talked to my close, close friend about it. And he's like, you just need to leave. You know, you just need to let that go. Don't renew the contract. And I'm like, no, it's not, it's not that easy or it's not that simple. But when I made the decision that I'm walking away from this and I'm going to create space for better and for more that serves me well, I could literally feel the weight leave. And I have not had a regret, a second thought. A let me turn back and make that right. Let me say, oops, that's not what I meant. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't had, yeah, my bad. <laughs> I was just emotional that day. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't had that. So I say that when it's time to release things from your life mm-hmm. that no longer serve you well and that no longer represent what you value, it's okay. It's okay. You will feel that fall off of you. And it just gives you a, a freedom and a space to now bring in what is good, to bring in what is well, what is necessary for my life that is a mutually beneficial relationship. Do you help your clients identify these areas that need to go? I or, do. Or, I mean, obviously, you're not going to tell them that no. you need to let that go. But obviously, if it's their idea, mm-hmm. you. It's a blind spot. That's where bringing a coach into your life helps because Trey can see things um, sometimes the same as you are, doesn't pull the the blind spot. If I'm walking into your world and you're presenting a situation to me and I'm able to sit here and listen to you and I'm like, well, have you ever tried this? Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh. And in my mind, I'm going, well, that was simple. Yeah, that was simple. (laughs) Yeah, but then you go, Oh, I never thought about that. Well, you never Mm -hmm. thought about it because it was sitting over here in your blind spot. And because you're so in it, you can't see your blind spot. It's just like driving. You have mirror assist to help you see a blind spot. So a coach helps you see the blind spot of your potential. Mm. I see potential sitting over here in an area that you haven't even looked at. So let's dig into that and move in that direction. And then that helps. He's a ninja. I know. I love it. (laughs) She is a ninja. The ninja in your corner. The blind no. spot ninja. <laughs> so when people meet with you, do they meet with you in person or online or both? Well, both, both. And, you know, because my business really kicked off in COVID environment, everything was virtual mm. via Zoom. Yeah. Um, however, virtual spaces have allowed me to be a global voice. Um, I can speak with you anywhere that you are in the world. That's cool. Um, and that I absolutely love. Heck yeah. Um, so for me, virtual spaces have been where I have existed the most. Um, since we're coming out of some of that and people are more comfortable in person, um, we mm-hmm. are working on some group coaching sessions 
Um, I'm a brunch chick. I'm a foodie. So I'm thinking, you know, brunch and coaching go hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> so I am I will be rolling some of those things out this year that gives us some face to face interaction. Um, or you can call it a mastermind an intensive, whatever you you know want to call it. But spending four hours together in a group setting with that women that are so golden. Oh, my freaking goodness. <laughs> she, she comes home. She came home from that MC, MC in that event, just like lit up, floating. Yeah. You know, because I had a roadmap. And, she had was options. like ready, yeah. man. That's I, it. I you need options. a pathway. Yes. <clears throat> and and when you come together with other like minded women, there's a there's a transference of energy there was someone that they posted on my social media osmosis uh, it is and they said um oh we're kind of like what you said when when we started i don't necessarily rem- remember everything you said but i remember how you made me feel mm-hmm. and that feeling you take with you when you leave that environment and it's kind of that you know it keeps that flame going you know yep. like ooh, you know ooh, the, it's the fix yeah it's what it's you the chase fix. this is what i needed going for that and for me even after every major investment of time, finances, being in the company of like-minded women after every major investment has been major transformation, mm-hmm. major. Mm. Even at this point, when I start to feel like, mm, what's next, what's next? I'm like, let me find a group of women that I can sit in the midst of that's 10 steps further than me, that's further ahead of, of where, that's, see, that's another thing. Sometimes we want to sit in circles where like, we're the smartest you where one. you're supposed to be. Right, or where we're comfortable. But your greatest transformation and your greatest change will come when you sit in rooms where you are uncomfortable, mm-hmm. where people don't yeah. know you. They don't know who you are. They I, listen. I can give you. <laughs> listen. They, they hear what you're saying right then and there. Listen. Honey. <laughs> can Shut work up. it out yeah. with you. Right. From a non-biased right. way. Right. And then that proximity is golden. Like proximity allows you for example, us being here and working together, I can give you information that will help you get to a destination quicker than it took me to get to it. Mm -hmm. So for example, my coach, when I started working with her, she was 10 years into the business. So I automatically was receiving information that was, took her 10 years to figure out. She's given it to me in 90 days. Compound effect. Yes. So that's what the beauty of coming together. And I went a long way around saying that's the beauty of coming together. So we will. I miss my, my community is called the, the gathering. Yeah. So just an idea. If you were to set up a group locally, obviously people, if somebody's in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be able to. But let's say that you had a, let's just say 16 week Mm -hmm. Uh, plan Uh right and you had topics to talk about each week Mm -hmm. and then that's your pod you're the leader of that pod or Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it and that mastermind group Uh uh-huh if you trained other pod uh-huh. leaders in the U.S. to start their own. Girl, you better get out of my business plan. But yes, oh. ma'am. <laughs> okay. That could be golden. And then you're, yeah. So then you're <laughs> leading the other pod members alongside. Absolutely. Yeah. So the community is called The Gathering. Okay. Um, and I kicked it off. This is oh, so this is all right. Yeah, this, this is all Listen, really. I'm so smart. You are. You are a freaking psychic. <laughs> so the community is called The Gathering. I developed it at the beginning of last year. And um, actually attempted to have a gathering. And uh, me and my girlfriend were the only two that showed up. Okay. <laughs> um, so a lot of discouragement set in. When there's two, though. Yeah, there were two. Listen, and she was a good, it was a good two to be there. 
But um, that little voice in my head said, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. This is not when I knew I'm like, no, it's the gathering is the circle where you belong. Girl, get your circle right. Like this mm-hmm. is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, so in December, it came back up that you need to launch the community and you need to launch it in a way that is natural for you, not trying to fit what other people have done, but what is Chandra supposed to do? And um, part of my, my call is ministry. It is ministry. Mm-hmm. It's women's Bible study. Um, it, it's, again, that circle of women that come together and leave better than they came. Um, so I, I kicked it off as a Bible study that we're going to um, Sarah Jakes Roberts. She's like my spirit animal. I want to be like her when I grow up. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> hey, child. Okay, anyway. Um, so she had a, a, has a Bible study called Woman Evolve. And... Um, I saw it on Amazon. I'd read the book. And then when she had the study, I said, I'm going to get this in, in for my own personal use. And when I got the study, I was sitting there and it started talking about leading group sessions and how to lead group sessions using this Bible study. And I was like, I did not order a leader guide. I ordered the Bible study to, you know, I can take this and be led by somebody else. Yeah. But I did not take that. Right, I wasn't thing. supposed to be leading this thing. But the gathering came to mind and literally put a clarion call out on good old Facebook and said, if you want to be a part of this community, comment below and I'll send you an invite to the group. And um, within 24 hours, I had 84 invites out to the group. Oh my gosh. So I was like, oh, there might be something to this. Yes. So actually this week concludes that study and we have averaged um, every week on Thursday night at eight o'clock on a Thursday night at eight o'clock, we've averaged somewhere between 30 to 30 ish women that show up to walk through that and night session. And that's all where? on Zoom. It's all Zoom. We wow. do it virtually. We did it all via Zoom. So and your glitter how, goes through the air. It goes through the but air. But this is how everywhere. hungry women are. Yes. People are. I mean, men For too. community. But and you know what? We need more men leaders to do things like this. And there's. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> she, she looked right not, at me with like yelling, this tone. We're just passionate. We are passionate. But you know what? This is a this could be a long subject. But <laughs> like we have. There's just so much stuff out there that women have created. For us to be better wives, be better mothers, be better everything. Our careers, all of it. And men need that too. They just kind of do it different. It looks a little different for yeah. them. Like we like the flower and the the the, the glitz and glam. We, we can hear y'all right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There, we, look, there are two men sitting in this room. Like we hear you talking about us. So like, this is a here. long podcast uh, episode, but I I, I did want to end on this. Yes. Your uh, comment on the dream boards and vision boards. Oh. Say just say real quick. <laughs> What you said. Okay. So this is my thing on, first of all, I hate vision boards. Let me put that out there. But not for the reason that you might think that I hate vision boards. I dislike, we couldn't say hate when we grew up like that would get you a real slap in the mouth if you said the word hate. So I'm sorry, mama. But (laughs) I dislike vision boards because they have become an activity instead of the tool that the resource they were created Mm -hmm. to be. Yeah. The tool that a vision board was created to be was to keep something in front of you yeah. that you believe in, mm-hmm. mm. that you cherish, that you nurture, that you hold dear, that you connect to, that there is an emotional feel. When I look at that, I am physically moved by what is on my vision board mm-hmm. and that I can affirm. 
So when I believe it, I connect to it, then I can begin to say some things because my words have power to create. Mm -hmm. And then I do the work for those things to materialize in our in my life. So vision board, give me the heebie jeebies because people believe that the board is the magic. The board is not the magic. Right. No, you are the magic that you bring to the board. And if you don't, you have just done an arts and crafts project. You went and drank mimosas and cut and pasted <laughs> yes. it. It, what and we paint. learned, what we learned to do in kindergarten. You just and cut put and up materialistic yeah, things up and, there and that you want. Things that you have a travel, you want to travel, and you don't even have a passport. Like, really, is that what you know? It, just, it doesn't even go together. So, you know, it's That's just a an fair arts statement. I, I actually like your vision board better. <laughs> it's so an nice. arts and craft project. Yeah. Now, I have a vision board. Don't get me wrong; I did one, but when I look at it. It's realistic for my life. It's realistic. And I believe in everything that's on it. I have a, a connection to it. When I look at the community, because I have pictures of women in community and all the things on there, like I literally feel what I want to feel when I'm in that space, in that environment. Mm-hmm. How does that make me feel to know that I have 25 to 30 women sitting around me that are hungry for information about accountability and overcoming fear and moving forward in life. Mm. Like, and that, that is what draws me to that. So because I have that emotion, now I can affirm some things. When I wake up every morning, I am a global voice to women that need to hear what I have to say. There is an audience of women out there that are waiting for me to wake up and speak. There are that, you know, I'm affirming what I see on that board. And 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 that's your fuel. That's your energy. That's my That's your drive. And that is what causes things to come into my surroundings. So Mm -hmm. when we talk about manifestation, that's another thing that, you know, we can do a whole show on that. But manifestation has just become this buzzword of I'm manifesting. Right. You can manifest some bad stuff, too. You know, (laughs) (laughs) manifestation is not all good. But, you know, we live in the I'm manifesting. But when I can affirm. (laughs) When I believe, connect and affirm to something, yep, I I absolutely do manifest that thing in my life. This sitting right here is is a manifestation of something that I said last year. You know, Mm. I, I, I want my voice to be heard across cultural barriers. I don't want to be just deemed as the woman that shows up for one particular Mm. audience because my message is for everybody and anybody. So then those types of opportunities began to present themselves. Mm. But had I not believed, connected, and affirmed to that, I don't think this would have happened. So even on my drive here, I was thinking about, you know, passing very familiar um, territory. I worked at Texas Sports Medicine here in town. Dr. Tombaugh. Yes, I'm I'm part of the Tombaugh, but I've ate at Goodson's Cafe. I remember when the Nook was was over with Mm -hmm. Randy and Mindy. You know, so I was thinking about all of those things and I said, never would I have thought at that time that I would be traveling the same road to come do something that I absolutely believe oh. in and love. Mm. But because I said and because I affirmed that this is this is what I want my life to be because I'm so stinking confident of the what I possess and the value that I bring, it's going to show up some way, so somehow. You, you never have that that energy of lack ever um, or the, the Bible or, says I shall not want. Mm-hmm. And I sit in that. I don't want in any area of my life. He tells me to make my, make my request known. So when I make my request known and I affirm that there is no lack or want in my life, 
even though it shows up, there's opportunities for it to show up. I have a promise and an affirmation that I can push against that with that says, uh-uh, no, not today, because I shall not want. And my request has been made known that my voice will be a global voice, that I will be heard across the world, that, that people will call on me because I'm the answer to a problem. I am the solution that you need. I am the one that uncovers the blind spot that you've been sitting in for years. Come on, girl. That propels you to the next <laughs> level of living. I believe it. I believe it with all of my heart, with all of my, with all of my might. I believe that. Mm. So when opportunities show up, I'm ready. I'm here. Yep. I'm this ready. is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. Go. Yeah. So. Got to end on that. That was awesome. <laughs> Drop the mic. Drop the out. mic. We're done. I was going to say. <laughs> Dust everywhere. Sprinkle. Your listeners everywhere. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. If you're listening to this episode and you need some glitter in your life, Aww. you need a girl in your corner. You need Chandra Deneen. Call her at 555. How can they find you? You can find me on social media. Uh, all social media platforms, Life Coach Shandi, our, my personal page, which becomes business, is Chandra Deneen, and that's S-H-A-U-N-D-R-A-D-I-N-E-E-N. If you would like to be a part of the gathering, um, by all means, hit me up on social media. You can send me an email at Sean D. Will, S-H-A-U-N-D-W-I-L-L at gmail.com. Our head called me 281-705-5596. I think everybody in the world has my phone number. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, find me because I want to connect with you. And I guarantee you it will be worth every investment of your time, your finances, whatever it is that we have time to work together. Well, after this episode, there's going to be a waiting list. So you better hey, I'm call ready for soon. It. Right, that's right. Don't Thank wait. you so much for coming You're on welcome. this podcast. I am fired up. I don't even know how I can go sit and work now. I'm like ready to go conquer the world. I'm going to skip. I'm going to skip into Tomball. I'm hungry, actually. Yes. Go get some lunch. <laughs> Thank you so much. Loved it. Have a wonderful a day, everyone. And Thank we'll talk you. to you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. 
But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.